Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show. And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside stack guy Greg and Dip every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. And on Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide that you're going to want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Follow the show now on Spotify and do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Just in, the NFL stole the game from the Eagles last night. <laughs> you know how many so stupid people are polarized about that comment you just made, right? I do not care, but I, I just want to say I don't care about either one of these teams. So it's fen- it's phenomenal watching games when I have zero rooting interest in sports left, except for the Celtics when they make the playoffs. That was an awesome game to watch. Except for that, you have a huge interest in Celtics when they make the playoffs. When they make the playoffs, I have the Celtics. What I just said. The, but aside from that, I am just unattached and just along for the ride. It was a, such a good game. It was such a good game that no matter what side you're on, Philly, Chief, whatever, you should be upset about that call. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that a game, and it doesn't even end on a penalty because I mean, realistically, they were in. I mean, they were in field goal range. The guy came out and said it. I still wish they ate the flag. I thought the refereeing last night was actually super consistent the entire game. That's the, what it comes down to. The catch to with Devontae Smith on the sidelines that got overturned, I thought was a correct call. I thought he lost it going to the ground. The fumble by, was it Kenneth Gainwell maybe? When he caught the ball out of the backfield, gets yeah. hit immediately, gets returned for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I like that they called it a touchdown so they could automatically review the scoring play. I didn't think the refs played any part in the game aside from that. And I didn't think those, two, I thought those two calls were pretty obvious. Well, and that's the whole issue for me was that, because there was a post in the Facebook group where, well, there's tons of comments in the Facebook group about this whole issue. And what it comes down to me is if you're going to play, like you said, consistently, you're basically setting a mindset for not only the watcher, but the player of like, okay, well I can do this. And you know, refs are going to let us go and let us play this game. If they do it in the last play, that's going to be, have the biggest effect on that game that doesn't seem fair to me. Here's the only thing that makes me laugh. The conspiracy theory guys, well, of course they help Mahomes. Oh, this script so, thing. So if that's the case, just to recap a little bit, 
So the NFL wanted Matthew Stafford to win a Super Bowl last year? Like <laughs> the Brady case the year before, sure, you can make the case. Like, oh, of course they wanted Brady to beat Mahomes. That's fine. Like in 2007, they wanted Brady to lose the undefeated season? Like to Eli? <laughs> I just, there are so many. They wanted Nick Foles to win they, a Super Bowl a couple started, years ago. No, that script just started this yeah, year. Yeah, it's just stupid. But, but having said that, I thought it was a... I thought it was an okay call. I just don't think you need to make it at that point. And the ball was not catchable. I didn't think it impacted the play. You could tell by Juju's reaction. He didn't think it was a penalty. Well, like he just played through. Even the announcers after that, if you go and you watch the game, there was so much talk throughout the game the whole time. After that, announcers just went quiet. The The fans were quiet. It wasn't so much like a, hey, you know, that didn't actually happen. We know it happened. The guy came out and said, yeah, I did hold, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the issue comes down to, okay, well, now the game, like what was such a great game and could have been a really even better game. Could have been an awesome end, ending. Yeah. Just got like now, I don't know. Because otherwise they were going to kick a field goal with like a minute, five, like a minute, minute 45 or something. I think they would have had. Oh, yeah, because it was an incomplete pass. Yeah. It, that was fourth down. That's exactly. right. They would have had a one time out left. Yep. Would have been interesting. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen that play out. Um, I mean, one thing you cannot deny, by the way, I wish you could pull this up. I should have told you this earlier. Jalen Hurts playoff stats this year I bet overall they're pretty phenomenal like that guy I mean obviously the first year he made it was last year they get beat by the the Bucks first round but like this year I've got him what what is the, what are his stats this year for the playoffs only uh so he has he is 66 percent in completions very good he threw 579 yards which, in only three games by the way yep um which he threw 300 yards yes in the Super Bowl it was like just a little over 300 really okay. yeah I didn't know that um Three touchdowns, uh, zero interceptions, and let's see. He also had five touchdowns rushing. Yeah, I was going to say he had three yesterday, so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I mean, I did not think the moment was too big for him yesterday, which for some young guys, it really does look that way. I thought he looked phenomenal yesterday. Uh, Say what you want about him, too, and I thought, again, Jalen was great. If you are in the hobby, this is kind of my little hobby tie into the game, like, there's no way you're upset about what you saw from either team yesterday. You can be upset about the call and all that. Like, yep. those two teams are both loaded. They have skill positions, very good skill position players in a number of positions. Both quarterbacks are, again, Mahomes to me is it's not that close. He is number one in the league. But Jalen Hurts has shown he has a, a weird ability to win games and to not make big mistakes. The fumble was rough. The fumble return for a touchdown is a tough one. But, but I mean, he, Mahomes also, he would have thrown, that interception should have been caught by Philly. Like, he was, he threw that one pass that that guy basically, it just went through his hands. Oh, the shuffle pass. Yeah, I mean, you I'm just could saying, argue like, that, but, but I, I just, I thought happen. they both played great. And then Mahomes, too, on the ankle. Like, that dude. Yeah, that was impressive. I'll say that. They, they scored on every possession in the second half, too. I wanted Philly to win. Sure, I, did too. I mean, I, I wanted Philly to win, but at the end of the day, it was such a fun game, and it because so, but it, so because both quarterbacks and uh, the rest of the teams played so well. What I did look up though to go back to cards was the card pricing. I didn't look at this last week. Jalen Hurts pricing. He has come back way down now. Granted, he's already a, fallen. Well, now there's a little bit of a bump, but so we've talked about this a few times where comparing him to other 2020 quarterbacks specifically Justin Herbert's been like the one that they've been pretty close he's down as of well before yesterday he was down below Justin Herbert again even though he was going into the Super Bowl he said like the last sale was like $135 for Jalen Hurts 2020 prism PSA 10 and for Justin Herbert it was $142 so he's back uh, at this point he is back above there was one that sold this morning for like 150 
for Jalen Hurts. So still just a little bit above, but it makes no sense to me. Why is Jalen Hurts so far down? Like if you look at the, I was looking, just comparing stats to him, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow for that matter. And granted, there are some areas where Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert Who outperform him. What is happening? You're just comparing stats with quarterbacks <laughs> in your spare time. Because I'm trying to figure out what is the deal, why people don't give Jalen Hurts the love. This. I like this. On, well, his, his pricing, I feel like, should be better. He seems like a like he played very well to me. We just talked about his He's postseason. He's not a prolific passer like those other guys are. But, okay, that's fair. Because, and that's where it, it shows. He does not have the yards, okay. right? But... If you look uh, at the other things that matter, rushing, he does have like he kills it compared to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. And but I know you're saying it matters. Not- I don't know that it. Do- if you're looking for a quarterback to build a franchise around, rushing is not very high up on the list for most people. It's not, but it what it Just is, is it, it adds a it adds a differential in there that other guys aren't giving. Like so, if I if he's not giving you a running the best- quarterback has never won a Super Bowl. What do you mean by that? How how do you define a running quarterback? That's what I mean. Running as a quarterback is not nearly as valued by like teams and the hobby as other things are. Well, and I'm not saying like he has to run every but game, that's the but answer. even Mahomes Just to be clear, runs. But you that know. is the answer. Okay, that's fair. I'm not saying it's justified. I'm just telling you the reality of the matter in 2023. It's just interesting that Justin Herbert had zero rushing touchdowns this season. Sure. Uh, Joe Burrow had five, but I mean Jalen Hurts he had 13. I'd like to see you in a foot race with Justin Herbert. I'm thinking of it. Can I do Mahomes right now? Sure. At least he's a little injured. You, you no chance you're beating Mahomes. <laughs> it is true. You Even with that Tom. busted ankle, he was out running some of I those do guys. wonder if I gave you six months, if you could beat Brady in a foot race. Oh, Brady, dude. That's close. That's he actually looked close. like my grandpa could, running this last season. I could set that up. Could Bill make that happen? <laughs> anyway, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. I think his pricing should be better. But yeah. all of that goes into, but is now the time to buy? I don't know. No, I don't yeah, think so. My my thought with ev- all of this now is just give everything time. Yeah. We're going into the off season. We've got an exciting NBA season uh, m- uh, upon us at this point. Yep. MLB is about to start ramping up. I am curious. Do you have any Mahomes pricing? Yeah. And while you pull that up, so here was the other thought I had. A- again, as you say casual, I'm watching this because it's a great competitive game. Awesome game for the hobby. Like yeah. Mahomes, who is the, the next legend in the making, cements it now. People are going to overlook this fact. But I'd like to know how many quarterbacks in the history of football have two Super Bowl rings and after this year, three MVPs. I'm going to guess it's like four. I mean, this like far into his career. So Peyton has Peyton has two, two rings and at this point, five MVPs. Probably. You mean just like overall in altogether. the history in the okay. history of the game? OK, yeah. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, but nothing else really pops into my head of guys who have three MVPs or even just two and two. Yeah. Two rings, two MVPs. I don't know if Bradshaw won MVPs. I know he's got rings. I don't know if Montana won regular season MVPs. And this is so early on in his career, too. The kid's like 27, 28 years old. That's what I mean. He honestly, I still view him as the Giannis in the NFL. Like, I think there's a direct comparison where these guys are so young and at the peak of their career, multiple MVPs. Of course, he has one extra ring now. Giannis has only the other one, mm-hmm. or only one. But, like, this was a massive win, in my opinion. I don't think there's going to be this huge rush to buy Mahomes now, but I do think this goes a long way over the course of the offseason to at least help solidify so that the bottom doesn't kind of fall out a little bit with mm-hmm. the offseason. Because, honestly, I, I, that's like a great mailbag stat. Like, I would love to, for somebody to look that up and tell me the amount of players who have three MVPs and two two Super Bowl rings in their entire career. And okay. this kid is literally at the peak of his career right now. So you compared him to Giannis. When 
Do you, is it too early to compare him to Brady? So Brady's a different animal, right? He's got seven rings. Yep. He's been to 10 Super Bowls. He has every single passing record yep. that are probably going to stand. Because now, so you could really and very easily make the, the case now, despite lack of longevity, mm-hmm. I think he's a top, like off the top of my head. And again, people disagree with my list and I really don't care because I think these lists are useless. The only guys that come to my head where I think in my mind, they are no question they're better. And it's not because of peak. Okay. You, you said like absolute peak performance. He's yeah. as good as anybody all time Okay. already. But you have to take into account long. So it then it becomes a, how much does peak weigh into it? How much is longevity? So to me, it's Brady, Montana, Elway, Manning. Those are the four I, I think are still better. They have done it. They have done so much and they've done it for so much longer. They're still better than him. Okay. You could argue other people. I think there's arguments to be made. But if you told me right now you think his career is more impressive than Aaron Rodgers, I'm okay with that. Rodgers has one more MVP. Mm-hmm. This guy has two more Super Bowl appearances and one more Super Bowl win. Yeah. And he's 27. If you wanted to – Drew Brees, I don't think it's in the discussion I think that's now. my thing is like, okay, yes, like you can compare his record right now to other guys who have already played their full careers. What's it actually going to be by the time he does reach the end of his career? You know, of course, barring any injury or something like that, I mean, at this – pace he's it seems like he is set to be a brady-esque player if not better to me just because this is this is his sixth season he uh brady played 22 seasons he's been to three super bowls he's won two of those i I mean what's to say he couldn't win another five or six to even beat brady at this point he is the only player that i think you could compare to brady and have a chance of being right well and i don't i think that's a little ridiculous right now but here's a fun stat, too, by the way. There's only uh, Brady, Montana, Bradshaw, Eli, and Bart Starr, and Patrick Mahomes, the only people who have two Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, really? Now, Brady has five. Joe, won't, Joe has three. Everybody else has two. And that's not accounting regular season. That's what I mean. Like, I don't know. He's one of 10 players in NFL history with multiple MVP awards and the third youngest of all time. So that's the thing. There's only 13 QBs who have multiple MVPs or players. There's no... I, I really am struggling to think. So as far as his pricing goes at this point, is he a good buy then? I, I don't, again, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not telling anybody to rush to buy him. It's the day yeah. after the Super Bowl. I think stuff comes down in the offseason. Again, offseason and economy being potentially a train wreck. I'm not telling anybody to rush. What I would tell you is not for a second did I think about selling the stuff in my deposit box. Oh, I've got three or four Mahomes yeah. rookies, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm good to hold now because even if he goes five more years and doesn't win a ring, yeah, it's still, and, and I'll I'll I would bet money over the next five seasons he wins he wins one MVP. I, I don't even think that's a stretch. The only thing is, is like he's a rare air dude. I'm telling you, there is Tom Brady pricing, which we all know is just that is the top. But when you compare those other quarterbacks that you mentioned, is there any none of them as far as their card pricing would be higher than his? I don't think. No, I mean, Peyton probably has some weird stuff just because Peyton's got some crazy, you know, again, you're talking 25 years ago from 1998. Yeah. The other guys don't know. I mean, unless you're talking to Montana PSA 10 rookie. So that's really the thing. Like, as far as his pricing goes, it is one of those weird areas where, okay, if he does go another five years without going back to the Super Bowl or winning, I mean, is he just going to fall back in line with those other guys as far as pricing? I mean, maybe. I I can't imagine. Because, again, we're talking 2017 for a rookie year for him. Yeah, like some of his stuff is awesome. I'm just saying, like, if if he didn't Terry do Bradshaw, anything by after the way, this. Only one ring. You know what we gotta do? We should call Papa Gio for this, but he's working. <laughs> I think I think Terry Bradshaw only has one ring. 
Fran okay. Tarkenton never won. A, I'm just going through super quick. Elway. Oh, Montana might have won too. Uh, it's, that's wild, dude. My my overall thought is Steve Young has won. I Brett think, Favre only has won Super Bowl three MVP. I, this is a crazy stat to me. I'm telling you, I think I know I'm going off the rails here. Yeah, I would love to know if anybody else has that besides those three guys. And I, right. I don't think oh, Jesse's checked out. Okay, next topic. Go ahead. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just like if you want to pull the research. My before point, or real after. quick though. Travis Kelsey, absolute peak of his career. Awesome game. Oh. Great positional player. Anyways, best tight end in the game. Awesome to see him have a big game. That'll yep. help his pricing at least hold up some. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown played phenomenal. They're both going to be there next year. Yep. Isaac Pacheco, Pacheco, whatever yes. his last name is. played really. That was my MVP. My prediction ahead of time didn't quite work that way. Um He's, I mean, phenomenal game for him. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go down the list. So that was cool to see the supporting cast as well. Okay, the Super Bowl was obviously a huge event. The card world, I think, is more inter- has more of an effect on the next segment here. Oh, 100%. Well, it's a man sitting on a couch. So you guys may or may not Was be familiar with the Full Send podcast. Lazy Boy? It's a couch. Yeah, couch. You got it. Um, full Send. Yeah, who is that, by the way? I got to look these kids up. Uh they do a podcast on a lot of different topics. It's really, I don't think there's anything specific, but it's, I would say if you're going to compare it to anything, Bill Simmons podcast would probably be something close, uh, but that's not just sports guy. It's, it's investing and it's all that kind of stuff. So, but it's, it's for the chads out there. I guess you would say the what there's going to be like the majority of our audience will not ever have heard that term before. It's not Chad. Isn't just a name, um, but it's a, uh, it's a term for a type of guy. That's all I can say. And it feels like oh, that's Bradley what Martin's is. on this one. The uh, podcast the had, when did this come out? Just a few days ago. Two days ago. Two, two days ago uh, had Michael Rubin ever heard of him? The owner of Fanatics. Their guest list, by the way, I'm looking through their socials, is like, they get literally the biggest names in that's the world. Yeah. No, I don't know a, what they why do. You, do. You, that's why Michael Rubin is on Not there. Not to mention, I've tried to listen to that podcast a few times. I yeah. tried last night and I was like, I it's just a bunch of guys sitting on a couch who I, have money. I don't know if it's their money, their parents' money or whatever. They all look younger than us. And you just know, don't, I don't want to be the one who agrees with much. everything you say, but I agree with that. Like, it is hard. The interview process was just like, oh, okay, well, we're going to do a quick Google, and now we're going to start asking you questions based on that Google. And I looked into this Bradley Martin guy. He's just like this crazy, I'm assuming just juiced out of his mind, weightlifter guy who's awesomely strong, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I've we're never not, heard anything interesting. We guy. didn't bring this up to bad no, mouth. No, no, no. They're full great. They seem fine, like fine guys, and they're probably great, and they probably think we're garbage, Here's, here's the trade-off. Fine. They've never heard of us. They exactly. don't think anything of us. Here's the trade-off. I get to make fun of them because they're making 3,000x what we're making. Yes, per That's sure. a fair trade. But I watched it, and I was like, who's... Who is listening to this? Like, I, <laughs> and even the apparently Ruben thing, a few million, yeah, I, which is amazing. And like Ruben, I actually liked. I thought I t- I said this to you off air. Mm-hmm. I thought Ruben came across much more likable and like hobby oriented, down to earth, even in yeah, some cases, as yeah. opposed to some of his new stuff. But I listened to the interview. I was like, you guys don't have any idea what you're talking about. Well, like, Ruben did obviously, Ruben, but the other guys. Ruben's uh, an interesting fella. I just thought he was just like came from money and just rich his whole life. But apparently, he's had. Several businesses, uh, several opportunities for bankruptcy. In fact, going uh, filing bankruptcy. It sounds like. Can we get if you have here? a chance, maybe check it out. I haven't. I've listened to bits and pieces throughout. It's an hour long podcast, but there's no. Let's oh, get down to what we're talking about. What's here. the amount of money you would have to? I'm going to have you play an over under. You give me the number. I'll tell you if you're high or low. Okay. The amount of money it would take for me to sit here and listen to this thing for the entire hour <laughs> and stay engaged. How much oh, do you? Staying, you can't stay engaged when I'm talking. No, no. To but you. that's what I'm saying. If you had to pay me, I have it. I actually. Okay, you have money. I actually. Something for you to do You know, do this. I'm, I'm a little bit well off, so I'm yeah. not like, oh, 100 bucks. A little bit well off, well, you I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I'm also a piece of garbage. You, 
I think for 10 grand. You're close. At 15 was my number. 15, okay. Because I was like, for 10, I was like, I'll be honest. If I really hustled for an hour and got crazy with something, I could come up with some stuff. <laughs> to sit here in, in an engaged hour for me is like nine hours of real time for people. Here's the thing. It's you tough. can just skip through those guys talking. Just listen to Ruben. That, I want Ruben be on the show. He's been on Simmons before. We'll see. Bill has the biggest podcast in the card world because he owns us. Sure. William, I would ask you to get Michael Rubin on here. There we go. Okay, go ahead. Play the clip. All right. I think the collectible space has enormous upside for the most obvious reasons. So we got into this two years ago. We now have the collectible rights to not only tops that we own today, which has baseball, NF1, and Bundesliga, and UEFA. We have all the rights coming on from the NFL, the NBA, NCAA, uh, WWE, UFC. So we have a all these trading card rights. And here's the craziest thing. This business has never been marketed. There's never been any marketing in this business, okay? There's never been any more product innovation. I'm telling you right now, to every collector out there, the 12-month cycle we're in right now, we will do more for this industry that's been done in the last 70 years. And by the way, I'm not arrogant. I'm pretty humble. We will do more this year than what's been done in the last 70 years. We were going all to right, aggressively- right. I got to react to some of this. You got to pause this for a second. You can't just play the whole clip. First of all, the response there was amazing. I like the guy who's like, whoa. Love that response. Anyways, we're moving past this that's, now. <laughs> he is absolutely That's right. half my job, by the way. You can't just badmouth that move. What, Mike? Whoa. That's what you I'm have doing. never said anything that unintelligent in your life. And you've tried to say stupid things. You've never come across like that. Oh, God. That's a compliment to you. Fight back on that. Um, how dare they? <laughs> Ruben makes a great point, though. If you think about it, like before, if you didn't know me, sure, would you have ever heard anything about baseball cards being a business in your life? Realistically, Absolutely not. No, no. And, and, and you are the target audience, by the way. You were a, I agree. You were a white collar, six figure plus type of guy. Yeah. Like, like guys who come into this. Please don't comment about the kids. I get the kids, but even that, the majority of those kids, their parents who brought them into the hobby, mm -hmm. are kind of in Jesse's demographic. They're probably shorter than Jesse. That's fine. Hopefully. Smaller hands. Yep. They better have smaller hands. If I ever run to a kid with bigger hands than you, I'm out. Uh, I'm leaving the world. The trains. Nope. Never mind. Don't. Um, yeah. He is absolutely correct about that, though. In terms of yes. main, like mainstream marketing, the, yeah. it's never really been done. The fact that I still can't explain what I do for a living to the majority of people I know because can't they can't. Explain it to me. They and can't I understand you. a sports card. Like you play with cards. You and pe how do you make the money that someone pays you? Well, Okay, and then they just assume like that I'm obviously lying or I have a mental problem. It doesn't make sense to the rest of the world that this is a real thing. Yeah, and I that's why you know I that point get, is so huge. I generally get the whole, oh, so you like sell cards. Yeah, exactly. Like on eBay, I'm like, yep. no, we actually talk about yeah. things. <laughs> so just to be clear, cards are still real and somebody is paying you yeah. to speak about it. I had to explain it on Saturday to a guy and the fact. Who was it? Uh, Steve. Oh, new listener, you, uh, new listener, yep. and maybe he's listening right now. Actually, I hope he is. But Hard I think it was it was it's the hardest thing for people to understand that that is a world where people it's not just a game for little kids that yep. people can make money off of it. So I love that fact. Um, I do enjoy that the fact that he's like the marketing because say whatever you want about you like fanatics taking over, you hate it. Marketing is going to grow the space yes. like a company like that. Um, side note to Mike, he didn't ask me for any. Yeah, he didn't no, ask me give for it to him. I don't think you could say, I don't think you can tell you, you can, I'm, I'm a humble person. Yeah. Probably you can't say, this is fine. Go ahead. That's fine. Next. Okay. I like him. I think that's about it. I think, let's see. Industry. We're going yeah. to aggressively innovate this industry. We got so much great coming. 
Like I am so bullish on it because this business done great by accident. And by the way, if you plan a business to be lucky, you're dead long-term. I don't plan on luck. I plan on like, like good strategy, hard work. All right. That's yeah, it. I mean, so again, innovation, different things. And we've already seen that, by the way. Like Fanatics is making moves already. The fact that they came in and got the rights to all the licensing and took over some of them right off the bat. Yep. So I'm not saying... And some people are going to fight this no matter what, right? Like that is one thing you've seen this even in your short short time being in the hobby. Mm-hmm. We hate new things oh. as hobbyists. Yes. But if you tell me like, hey, this is going to be a company that is as big as anybody in the space, mm-hmm. like the sports space just about, and they're going to throw a ton of marketing behind it. Yeah. They just talked about how they're going to have a live selling platform that's going to push product. They're going to be innovative. They're going to have, we've already seen them when we've been on vacation, like in Lids and uh, mm-hmm. whatever the Jersey stores are called, like selling cards. Yep. And they haven't really started because he's talking about the next 12 months. It just makes me think, oh, cool. Then everything I own, what's that stupid thing about the boat in the water? I always have to ask you, uh, all ships run. If you pee in the water, the boat turns yellow. go up. Yep, yep. A uh-huh. rising tide lifts all ships. And I I think that's probably the case. So, well, um, and I think I, I posted this in the Facebook group this weekend. It is becoming not just a, hey, you can go to Target and Walmart and find cards. Right. And then occasionally, you know, like you said, a sports store, which would be lids. I guess you could consider that a lot of sports focus there. But I was at Kroger, and there is a card vending machine. In Hendersonville? It, I posted this in the... Oh, you may not have seen it. So uh, the Gallatin Marketplace, Kroger, the one right there, like two, three blocks over there, it has really? got a card vending machine as you're walking out. And it's like the top half is all sports cards, and the bottom half is all Pokemon, or maybe vice versa. What if we but, just walked in there with like a dolly one day? Like if we were dressed <laughs> in blue jumps and just like loaded up. I will up. tell you, that's about a third of the comments in the Facebook group when I posted that picture. But, I feel like we could get away with anything. Carry a ladder? But wear some high-vis? That's kind of crazy to me, is that now you're seeing them where my grandma could see like, oh, they're selling cards at the Kroger. What is, what's that all about? Were people liking that? That's my grandma. Um, but she didn't talk like that. I saw her like a month ago. You don't know that. Anyway, I do know that. She does not sound like that. My grandmother's dead. So Michael, Michael Rubin says that innovation, money, sure. marketing, these are all, I mean, I considered that probably the biggest positive to the hobby that we've heard in the last few months. I joke a lot, by the way. I do hope somebody listening at Fanatics or at our team like gets him on here. Like he is going to be the guy running the company that will decide the fate of this entire hobby. I think it'd be great if that could actually hear some stuff. And well, don't get me wrong. Of, I'm sure those guys ask some tough, you know, hard-hitting questions. Like, well, dude, bro, what's your bench, bro, cards, bro? Like, what are we doing? They did go in and talk a little bit more great. about their They're probably they're such nice guys, people. too. They said it's the best. They're like, guys, we actually really like you. We wanted to have you on yeah. here. <laughs> okay, let's not go crazy. Uh, they did talk uh, at other points about Ruben's, like, Super Bowl party, which I thought there was some really interesting stuff about that, his other businesses. So if you guys are care anything about what's going on in Ruben's life, definitely give it a listen okay uh but to talk a little bit about uh foreshadowing for future episodes next on this thursday's episode we are going to have david liner that's not a, that's just a tease that's not a foreshadow is it yeah like okay. foreshadow no you're like, right yeah that's okay yeah that's not a criticism <laughs> no that's it's fair i appreciate it <laughs> i bet the full sun guys know <laughs> the what foreshadowing is. Face over here. uh david liner the president of uh, trading cards over at fanatics collectibles he is coming on the podcast to first talk a question series one and a little fun announcement that we get to share with you on thursday first question to david what is jeremy eisenberg's handicap playing golf I <laughs> our agent 
Jeremy said he played golf. I guess we could just call call Jeremy up and ask him. But cannot ask somebody their own handicap. Nope. (laughs) I want to know from somebody else. Is that a faux pas? You know, I want to go golf so badly. You know, handicap is the name of like is a scoring. I know. Okay, because your face. I was like, I'm not actually being inappropriate. I saw your face. Dude, you can't say that. What have I been calling? Oh, moon face face is what you've been saying. Your wife heard that for the first time. She did. She didn't seem as happy about it. I thought it was funny, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's okay. She's not always right. Uh, no problem. I disagree, babe. You're always right. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, all right. So you wanted to talk a couple other things. The Super Bowl break we had this weekend with Phoenix. This was kind of neat. We did that, touches. yeah, with the H two H Foundation, the NFL, and the whole Fox. Uh, they were re- it was like a release NFL all day. There you go. Yeah, um, it was pretty cool. Yeah, so Barry Sanders actually came and sat at the booth for, uh, with the Car Shop Live booth, which was kind of neat. He answered a couple of questions. Joe nerded out with him. I didn't know Joe was a Michigan guy, so that was kind of cool. Oh, to that see. is cool. So. Uh, yeah, and then we had like some giveaways and we ran some some auctions for charity. It was kind of cool. So um, I will finally be live. I've blown off my last two shows, by the way. I will actually be jerk. live tonight selling. I cannot stay up late like I used to. Oh, I it's need- a real struggle for me, man. I'm getting old and lazy. Uh, Bad I do, timing. I do need to do a trivia this this Wednesday night. It's been Tuesday night historically. This Wednesday. Can What's the time? I said it to you eight. I said nine. Said was- but, but you, so what's the difference? You wait 30. 830? You, if you want to get the West Coast people, See, uh, traditionally, like I to, don't. But, but here's I what I want to do. I do want to do an office one. I've been going back and forth. I do sports, non-sports, sports, non-sports. Seinfeld and fo- yeah. I did Seinfeld and football. Before that, I did basketball. Basketball first, yep. Uh, this is going to be the office, okay. all right? I think it's a fi- uh, finally time to do the office. I think I we're going to have a good turnout. I but think you jack up the price and cut down the spots. You think so? It was a struggle last week to get to 25. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was the football thing. I don't know what it was. Seinfeld sold perfectly fun. Yeah. Anyways, Whatever. trivia. Check it out. We'll post it up everywhere. Um, series. Speaking of series one, yeah, we're going to talk about? a little bit about that. Series with, one uh, blowout. What is it? What are yeah. they blowing up? Well, I'm about to tell you, David. Uh, we're going to talk with him about series one. But in the meantime, blowout. You don't want to say the this website, for new releases. The well. We can talk about the actual release. I'm not sure. actually going to talk about the release that much. Okay, dude. <laughs> what I'm going to talk about Later, is that I don't know if you've heard this in the past. I guess they've done this before. Blowout Cards, the forum slash buying site. They're offering a million dollars. Oh, for the J-Rod Super Auto? Well, it's a golden bounty. and they So there's two different bounties, actually, if you read into it. There's one for 250000 and there's one for a million. I feel like the 250000 is probably going to be a lot more reasonable. But what is it? They're only giving it out to the first person who completes the complete set of 330 2023 Tops Golden Mirror Image Variations from yeah. Series 1. I don't know how rare those are or if they're numbered. What I saw this the other day, and I did not look into it. The so Golden. If you get them 200, uh, all 330 of those. What's it called? Golden Mirror Image? Uh-huh. They're they're gonna get you two hundred and fifty grand. I open up my web browser. Just a random gym guy on here yelling to him. My <laughs> sounds, phone sounds uh, about right. And then for the million dollar one, they're doing. Um, I guess it it starts as of February fifteenth. 
This is no promotion, by the way. No, no, they're not a sponsor, but I just found it really interesting. They're offering a million dollars if you complete the set of 990 23, 23 tops golden mirror image variations in PSA 10 condition. I I, mean, I don't know what the mirror image are. That's the only thing. I know they're an SP, obviously. I don't know if they're numbered. I don't know what they are. The golden mirror image. I mean, I'd rather just have the million bucks, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Call me crazy. All right, we were just looking real quick to see what those actually are. All, all we can find is it just says they are variation short prints. Um, J-Rod, is that a Darth Vader helmet? That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it's a Darth Vader. It is a Darth Vader, just in different colors. All right. That's fine. I, I told you before, I like to. Oh, well, we might as well get into it. It releases Wednesday. Yeah, well, let's get into the new releases. Yeah, releases Wednesday. Yep. What's the uh, price so on So pricing this? on Series 1 is... Boo, boo, boo. What was that? Is it in numbers, though? That, not signs. <laughs> oh, beep, bop, beep, boop. Uh, okay. Do you want the jumbo box or the hobby box? Uh, both. Uh, jumbo box is 165 and a hobby box is 90. Okay. This is interesting, then. I don't know if it's that interesting. So last year's Series 1, which was weak, 80 and 150. It's not that much more expensive. Yeah. I, I'm telling you right now, I think this Series 1 class is going to be... I hate this product, by the way. I hate breaking it. There's 50,000 cards. It's you miserable. It because of the amount of cards. Right. I would it. never do a break because you're going to take nine years to sort. I'm going to drink three cases of Monster and like <laughs> just, you know, ADD out for three days. Sure. But if you were looking for a cheap product to like buy and just throw in the closet for a year, two, five, ten years, it's probably, I mean, this is an iconic rookie class. I've seen well, some- I say that. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm getting, I'm overstating that some. It's not iconic yet. I was thinking the J-Rod class, but we talked about it last week. Adley, Harris, Nolan Gorman. It's a very good rookie class and it's not that expensive. I've I don't hate the product. Some people describe this product as like, the flagship product of the sport. Would you disagree with that? No, it's like if your rookie is in it, it's your flagship tops product, tops rookie. And then you'll have your flagship Chrome, which would be tops Chrome. Okay. So they're right. So like Adley Rauschman, that'll be his. I like it for the price. Okay. Um, and I don't hate it for a personal. Like you can rip it and you're going to lose a hundred bucks. Worst case. And best case, you're going to, you can also grade your way out of this stuff. So though you would not buy into or sell a break, you would be okay if someone bought into a break. I would be okay buying into a break. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean. break it myself. Yes. It just okay. takes too much time. I just don't have the patience for it. Okay. But I might rip personals for people. Well, I don't even want to do that. I would sell personals sealed. It's probably what I'd do. Because how many cards? It's 24 packs, 14 packs, or 14 cards a pack. Wow. No, thanks. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, <clears throat> What do you want to go to next? Uh, what's the next release? Uh, We can go a to... Bunch this week, right? There's the Immaculate you, UFC. I've got that What is the pricing up. on that? I actually got a case of this. Uh, I'm going to break this. The only thing tough about this, because it's all just like individual fighters and stuff, Yeah, I'm going to either have to do a serial number break, because I think every card is numbered. Don't they do it by weight class or something? Or you can do a weight class. I just don't know what those are. So yeah. I guess I could look. What is this? Called? It's a five-box case. Is there one called Heavyweights? Yeah. Because I just... You know, the movie, movie Heavyweights is good. How many um, of those guys are still alive, do you think? Dude, the main guy? The, guy, the kid? The kid? He's Did he get in crazy good shape? Is yeah. he the guy from Full Send? Is it him? <laughs> is that- uh, his yes, first name Brad. actually is him and he asked Michael Rubin about what he thought about his performance and Michael Rubin gave it an A plus uh, this is a five box case what's the case cost here oh dude I always box cost. box cost God, box is fine $400 oh alright so if you did like serial number it's by the box six cards a box yeah so if you did serial number you could do like 38 bucks a spot now granted some guys are going to skunk but at least it's cheap how many weight classes are there Eddie do you know anything about UFC because I'm curious now, maybe you could do a weight class, like random weight division. 
I do not, unfortunately. Eddie's dead to us. Carlos, as you'll notice, <laughs> Carlos isn't that. here, and he'll be back, though. Do you think Carlos knows something about Carlos classes? might know. He knows about Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, so for Eddie's sake, I hope he does not, because that is not... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I have no idea, so we'll figure out a way to break it. But it's immaculate. It's going to sell pretty well, so... Okay, I like that. Right. Uh, Don Russ football Wednesday. Don Russ uh, basketball is Friday. A lot of Dunerus. Yeah, there? uh, they're both coming out this week. I've got pricing. Which one do you want to go to? Let's go right down the line. Uh, football is two hundred and fifty doll hairs for a box. I don't. I mean, another product. There's a ton of base. You're gonna have all the rookies. You'll get a couple of autographs. I don't hate it. Last year's 2021 is 325 uh, is 330. What'd you say it was? 250. 250. It's not bad because Purdy will be in it. I'm sure Purdy will have ink. It's okay. Okay. It's a good rookie. I mean, again, I'm 180 not, cards a box. That's what I mean. I'm not breaking this. There's way too much to break. Okay. If you want to like something to rip as a personal, cool. Rip it again. This is another product. It's not just because they're a sponsor. Like the second you get a Brock Purdy or a Kenny Pickett or whatever, send it to SGC and get it back in like four, you know, 38 hours. And be the first to sell it. I think you probably do a lot, do really well money wise doing that. They're doing Super Bowl downtowns. It's I like that. Okay, interesting. So I'm okay, okay. with that. Um, again, because it's cheaper in the last couple of years. What was the other one? Don um, basketball. Basketball. It, That's on Friday, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, Friday. So there is the hobby box, and then there's Don Russ Choice Basketball. Well, What's different. the difference? Yeah, just different skews. But we're doing hobby. Hobby's the only thing coming out Friday, I believe. But so just for the, for I don't the even new know. People. It's oh, just okay. a different, it's a totally different product. Okay. Um, so hobby box is $300 and this is 22, 23. This yes, is the new is. class. Yep. I mean, I hate that part about it. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of a weak class. Give me the price one more time. So sorry. 300 last year's is two twenty five. Uh, okay. Um, I'm probably out on Don Russ basketball. It's rough. So, and there's a lot, another one of those where it's a ton of carts too. Yeah. Um, all right, 160 cards, two autos. Maybe get in on a break, even though you wouldn't break it personally. That's all I would do. I'm not buying it for 300. I'd rather have last year's class. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I feel like, again, like the fact, what's his name? Cam Newton? What? Well, Cam Johnson's last year. That's what I'm saying. This is not Cam Johnson. No, no, no. But uh, my point about Cam is that it took time for him to show that he had any real ability or any skill, even though I know that. Uh, Cage lawyer last week said that he doesn't think that's real, and it's only because he doesn't have any other good players. <laughs> that's who I'm talking about. Uh, but it does make me think, like sometimes with these Panini products or any tops delaying product, it maybe it's a good thing in the sense of we get to see some of these guys, especially for classes where we're not thoroughly impressed with their performance coming out of the gate. Maybe it's a good thing that these products are delayed, so you can give them a little time to see who actually pops, and therefore product sells better once we see a little performance see them you know do something better than what they came out of the gate with that is true but we've seen this class now and it's coming out friday and the class is very weak so it I, doesn't really apply here it doesn't apply in all senses i'm just okay. pointing out that maybe because this one 2022 yes they haven't done anything yet but who knows give it another like we cam didn't do anything for what the until the last few weeks and that's so it's been, but that's what I mean. But his product from last year is now just coming out, and it's coinciding with him popping. If this was coming out in three months and somebody was popping, it'd be different. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, but still, I the my point of Are you going to product coming out to later. <laughs> well, my point of product coming out later isn't always a bad thing. Correct. I just don't think that applies here. But yes. Okay. 
Um, sure. So then, I'm sorry. <laughs> take. I'm. I don't I'm know if it's kidding. completely terrible. It wasn't dead on. Um, Don was Russell it on Lee. at all? <laughs> Wait, whoa, what is it? My point was, is still a valid point that this is you don't like the product because you don't like the class. And if you think that there's still an opportunity because it is such a new class, it might still be a decent product in the next few months if someone does take off. Sure. Because in a few months, it's too expensive right now. Though. That's, that's and my point. That is a fair point. Yeah. I think that's going to come way down within a week or two of release. I would be shocked if it didn't. Okay. The only other thing I have is Mosaic Basketball Fast Break. Um, that's, yeah, that's all I've got. Okay. All right. Good. So what is it? So just to be clear too. So like last year you got, um, or, or give me, give me the description this year. Cause mosaic fast break, obviously it's still mosaic. There are different variations you can hit in that skew. Yeah. There's one auto, 11 prisms, five inserts, one rookie, 144 cards of box. Uh, let's see there. What parallels are in here or uh, what inserts? Um, you've got oh here you go the fast break fast exclusive break gold. yeah mosaic silver mosaic fast break blue black purple pink gold the black's the one one yep yeah it's three hundred and thirty bucks I don't hate it and it's last year's class you also have like the uh, moments in time series I love that stairmasters rising stars moments in times that Larry Bird one I like oh okay introductions and then montage here's the only thing I'm curious about you can get mosaic hobby for three hundred would I pay more for choice. But you just said I like it. But didn't you a, just say you didn't know what choice it is? Well, we just read what it is, so now I can see the breakdown. I don't know if I like this better than hobby. Oh, I'm sorry. This is all uh, fast break. Oh, I'm sorry, fast break, not choice. Okay. I don't know if I like fast break more than I like hobby. I see. What you're I think saying. you can still get mosaic hobby on Panini's website for like three hundred bucks or three twenty five or something. Like it's still for sale on Panini. Hobby boxes are. Oh, okay. Well, this is on blowout, so maybe. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, maybe pricing slightly different over there. Either way, I actually, I mean, the class was already pretty good because Jalen Green's taken off. Like we have a number of guys already going, and now Cam Johnson, whether you think it's sustainable or not, mm-hmm. is playing out of his mind and selling through the roof. Like, basketball is starting to really heat up, and now I also start to think with basketball how much attention is going to draw now that uh, football's done. So, um, I like this one better than anything else we've talked about to break. Okay. Let's do something where we might have to take a break because you Ooh, keep no saying breaks. Cam Johnson. It's not Cam, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. You said Cam, oh, Johnson you said Cam Newton? I did say that's Cam Newton, you know but what, that's though? a person at but least. Your sport. Cam Thomas <laughs> it's a is a football. person. Cam Thomas is an athlete. I guarantee well, it, Yeah, Cam Thomas. That's the right uh, Cam, name. You're saying the right name now. <laughs> Cam Johnson is the kid for the Suns who just got traded to the Nets. Well, They both play for the Nets. I'm in the same team, same sport. You know what's great is that we found the error before we ended the show, and therefore... You guys can't bash completely in the you Facebook group. You can still group. bash Jesse. He was talking about Cam Newton. That's unacceptable. <laughs> he said Johnson. Anyways. Cam Johnson and Cam Thomas. Teammates. I admitted when I was saying it that I wasn't 100% on his last name. I couldn't remember. What has Cam been doing, actually? Has he done any other 40-point games? I haven't checked the last few games. I actually haven't seen a thing about it. I haven't totally checked out of basketball. Um, he has not. He had, uh, since those three 40-point games, he's had a 20 and a 14-pointer. So Not bad. Close game <laughs> Saturday against Philly. I did see some of that game. They only lost like two or three or something. It was very close, though. Did you see like the la- in the last year, like across like all major sports, the Phillies have like lost in the championship games? Like, I'm um. okay with it. <laughs> I know actually somebody said that. I know I remember the Phillies did. The Sixers haven't been to a championship, so I guess the Flyers. Um, I guess hockey, right? It's the only other sport. Yeah, I guess. It, or 
Was it MLS? It wasn't like a MLS thing, was I it? I said real sports. So sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't remember which one, but yeah, that's just, I, it did make me think, well, hope you're not a Phillies fan. One um, other basketball note while we're talking a please. little bit about basketball. Uh, Joker's ridiculous right now. I was telling you this before. They have the second best record in all of basketball, and the dude's averaging a triple double. I know no one wants to see somebody get three MVPs in a row, and like the voters are going to keep that in mind. If this dude ends the season averaging a triple double, and the number one seed in the West, he's going to win a third MVP in a row. You know who else has done that? Two men. Both wore green. Bill? Yep. And was it Bird? Of course it was Bird. What do you okay. mean? Was it Bird, please? Greatest player of all time. Wait, didn't Jordan as well? I thought no. there were three. I think it's just those two. I'm pretty sure you thought that before and you were wrong. It's, it's you want to know if anyone's won three MVPs? Three MVPs in a row. Three NBA MVPs in a row. I think I'm right about this. You th- what was New- Cam's last name? Cam Tom Thomas Johnson Newton. All right. It was not Jordan, but there are three, though. Russell Bird. Hang on. Hang on. Wilt? Yes. You know and what? I'm glad. I wonder what episode it was where we did this exact oh, same like conversation. Week, by the way. Yeah, I was like, man, we're- Cam Thomas, Cam Newton, we're out. <laughs> Guys are just like, why am I listening? I ask people. We're that here, all the but time. for the cards, not the sports, you jerks. We love you so much. Um, all right. So, Mailbag. Mailbag be done, time. right? Yeah, I'm good here. Just go ahead and jump to Mailbag. I thought there was one other thing that you were just now saying that I was pulling some information on, but oh well. Oh, did you? What was the thing about Jack, the huge card lot? Oh, this is nice. Yeah, Ken, who's been a customer of mine for, I say customer, I've done some deals with him over the years. He's moving out of the country for a while. He's like, hey, I'm going to move my whole card collection. It's what like, country is he going to? Ooh, Middle East somewhere, I believe. What's he doing over there? Is he a spy? Uh, are we going to dox him? Too? You would love to dox the guy. I, <laughs> oh, I, I want to tell people about that. That's fun. It's a oh, fun we, story. We, we will do that next. Uh, this actually worked out perfect. My stepfather, Jack, married to my mom. <laughs> That's how stepfathers work. But yep. yeah, keep going. I was like, dude, you want to make a couple hour drive and like head out? He was like, yep. Absolutely perfect. So, He's told me before he loves to drive. He does. I, and that's what we... Here's what's crazy, though. I hooked him up with... I had He has to take the Tahoe because of the size of the collection. Okay. So I was like, just leave your car here. Take the Tahoe. It's all ready to go. Cleaned out. I was like, by the way, here's the cord so you can now see your map on the screen here. And then what do you want me to put in for like music or or uh, like sports talk or something? No, no. I won't listen to anything. Wait, what? I was like, guy is doing that how, drive. How long is the drive? Three and a half each way. It's only... It's like almost Knoxville. Or it's on the other side of Knoxville. I was just watching the founder of that McDonald's movie. Ooh. And I was talking to my wife as we were watching. And he's driving. This is like in the 50s. He's driving across the western United States. And you know there's no radio signal. And I was like, babe, I would literally just have to pull over and walk out into the middle of the oh. desert and just end it. Correct. I couldn't do it. Like for that many hours? Oh, God. Anyways, neither here nor there. Um before I tell the doxing thing, the Joker thing is interesting. You said you didn't think his pricing had done anything. He I is, did not say that. Yeah, we, didn't talk did. to, we didn't talk any Joker pricing. Not on the show. Before the show, we were talking about it. I asked you, oh, because you said he's averaging a triple-double. Right. And I said, oh, what's his pricing doing? He's like, you, you, I no thought idea. you said you didn't. I haven't okay. looked at it at all. Well, he's up. Last three months, he's up 61%. So Should his be. 2015 Prism uh, base PSA 10 is doing $600 right now. Glad I sold a couple for 475 <laughs> But you are. Uh, this is a funny story. And then we'll get to your mailbag. Um, there was a comment. Jesse was on a mission. <sighs> there was a comment made on Facebook. Or not. I'm sorry. Apple podcast the reviews. The review left. 
and they said some nice, not so nice things about your boy, uh, sports boy. It was I complimented. I forget. No, it was okay. just bad about me. That's all it was. Um, but he did leave two out of five stars, so that's good. Uh, he said some things, and his username is on there. I'm not going to tell you what his username is, but I decided, you know what? Just I'm just going to do some googling. I found everything about this guy. Like people need to be careful. Not that I would ever do anything about it. And it's funny because I found in almost the exact same uh, review he left on the Card Talk podcast about one of their guys saying the exact same thing. Like as soon as that guy leaves, I'll listen again. Um, I don't know why I've upset him so much. I apologize to this man. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) I'm the high road here. Absolutely not. But uh, anyways, it was funny that like I'm talking address, date of birth, like what he does for his living, family photos. It's insane. Don't just be careful, guys. I'm your hero. I would never do anything like that. Mailbag. I don't know what just happened the last 48 seconds of my life. All right, go ahead. Mailbag. Uh, the first question, I don't, I really don't know if you had a chance to look at all of these, but I don't know if you'll have a really good answer for this or not. But Z- James Zaccadini says, would love to hear your take on his, this comparison, LeBron and Muhammad Ali from the social issues to the greatest mentality. And of course the accomplishments in their respective sports, will LeBron be remembered in high regard, much like Ali is today, even though he was very polarizing during his fighting years. Man, I mean, the greatness in their sport, sure. But like, and it is funny. Muhammad Ali was known, like, he was always talking yeah, about how he's the greatest. Well, he was also a civil rights activist, like, big time yes. activist. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not like super versed with either one of these guys off the court anywhere near as much as I should be to give an educated answer here. So, um, I do think that's a decent comparison, though. And it, it does I make guess. me here's, think that here's the only big issue, though. Almost everybody tell you Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. LeBron uh, but there's is, still a lot of people right now who are saying LeBron's the greatest basketball player of all time. Not to, I know you don't agree, but I'm like just the, saying there's the, a lot of people that do say but that. But not anywhere near the majority. No, not the majority, I right. don't think. So one person is regarded as the best, the other one is not. I, I mean, it's close, though. I, I guess it's a decent comparison. If you're going to say that, Jim Brown, same thing. Bill Russell, same type of thing. Okay. Like I think those guys are all fairly, um, you know, on on field or on court and off court off field resumes would be similar to LeBron's. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Davis wants to know, I have $2,000 to $2,500 to spend on a case of any product of baseball or football. What would you recommend? The plan is to rip it with my son and we're going to see if we can make a profit or at least break even through grading and selling. Also looking for something that is just fun to rip. Two thousand to twenty five hundred. I mean, you can get some nice stuff in football this year because the market is not nearly as high as the last few years. And especially if you're looking for something fun to rip, at least you're going to hit a bunch of like receivers, running backs, maybe hit one of the big quarterbacks too. Um, but to grade your way out of that's going to be well. But he's probably not going to grade. He's not going to rip them with his kid and having fun with it. Like, but his point before that was he wants to either make a pro- profit or at least break even through grading. Oh, put your phone down when I ask the questions. I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know. 2,500, like mosaic is a lot more than that. That's a tough ask. I I really don't know. I would look for something that if you're going to grade your way out of it and try to be profitable, you have to look for something with some base at least. So you can try to to, to capitalize on that. But specific products, I don't know. And especially to be profitable, it's a a super long shot. 
The best advice I can give you is don't rip to be profitable. It's very tough to do. Okay. I mean, honestly, that, that is so, the real answer, Okay, by the way. so skip that part. Rip to, for fun, then? Anything stick out? I need to blow, blow it again. So I actually looked through some of these products, because now he's got me curious. I'm trying to think. Like, I loved Illusions. I thought Illusions was an awesome football product. Um, let me see. Oh, he says baseball, too. So if you... Uh, what was it? What was your favorite baseball product of this year? I like three and two, which is actually dirt cheap right now. It's like sixteen hundred bucks. Okay, seventeen hundred bucks maybe. I, I've li- I like that a lot. I like, but flawless. you're not going to have much base in that to correct. Flawless, out. I like as a briefcase, but it's a ten card briefcase. You get to really you know do well. Um, yeah, like XR football from this year is thirty eight hundred. <sighs> Absolute super expensive. I mean, stuff is not yeah like for a whole case. It's tough to. It's sad to say. It is actually tough to find one. In that range. I would buy boxes of mosaic football hobby for the price they're at right now. I'd buy Leaf Pop Century case. That'd be amazing. I got an Adam Driver auto in the lot selling tonight for the singles. You should buy that. Uh, I think I have one. Um, All right. Next then. Ruben Mitchell would like to know, will Patty Mahomes be similar to Tom Brady by constantly going to Super Bowl and getting many rings? It's possible. I mean, if you had to pick a guy in the league right now who you think is on that path, it has to be Mahomes. I guess I, I guess maybe Burrow because he's been to one already, but I mean Jalen's been to one already as well. So Patty's the guy right now. I think you said yes to this, but Anthony Real Ryle are Patty Mahomes rookie cards now a long term hold like a Brady rookie? I think so. Yeah, I mean I do. I think this really helps us cement. So yeah, Zach. Oh man, it's a great question. I hope by his the way. last name is pronounced Dingus. Um, okay, maybe it's Dinges. I don't know, but I'm saying Zach Dingus. We know typically teams have one superstar who outsells the other good to great players on the team. For the Orioles, if both players hit their superstar potential, how do you see the values of Adley Rushman and Gunnar Henderson rookie cards Excellent playing out? question, because this is very much true. Eloy was very hot until Louis Robert came and just crushed him. You know, Albies is an awesome player, but Acuna is so polarizing, he just dominated him in the hobby. It's like we there's not a lot of times almost never where there's enough room for two superstars in the hobby on the same team. So I like Adley, but the fact that he is a catcher and I think Gunner might have even more home run potential, which is what we'll focus on. Mm-hmm. I would say Gunner of those two. Okay. I think he would outsell the other if they both hit their potential. So this next question, I mean, maybe we just cut this Eddie. I don't know. You tell me the question says, uh, from Joshua Richards, yeah, like what one. is the rule for trade value? Some people are like PSA 10 value 100 or 150 trade so, value. I don't think he phrases right. But in other words, sometimes it'd be like, hey, I have this card for sale. How much is it? It's 100 bucks. So I'd take $100 cash. Oh, oh well, if I, I What if I want to trade for it instead? I might say, okay, give me 120 trade. Gotcha. Like I would take two $60 cards. Yes. Or I would take a $100 bill Got in it. exchange for my $100 card. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I try to be in like the 10 to 20% range. Like it's pretty rare. You're going to be like, hey, this card's worth 1000 bucks, or you can give me $1,500. But you could probably get $1,200 cards for $1,000 card. Okay. Like you'll get more because it's now more effort. I have to sell those other cards off. Something like that. So I try to be like, I think 20% is reasonable, give or take a couple. Okay. I was, yep. that was the other thing that kind of threw me off where he said 100 to 150. I'm like, that doesn't seem, even this, if that is the case. This is insane. Uh, Gene Bel- Belchner, I am in year two of getting back of, to being in the card business, doing shows mainly and selling low, uh, low end singles on Facebook and eBay. Can't get distro. I reached out to the distribution. They're not selling to anyone unless they've got brick and mortar. Uh, I'd like to start offering wax. Are there any other places to get it? Yeah, go to the retailers. Blowout, Dave and Adams, Steel City. 
Uh, you could try to buy direct from card shops if they want to move some stuff. That's one way to do it. So, yeah. Uh, Mark Antone LeBrevre. You can just call me Mark, he said. I just I noticed you decided not to do that. Hi, uh, another three-namer. Sorry, Jesse. You can just name me Mark. Thanks. Now I saw it. Uh, buy, sell, hold. Wander, Vladdy, Julio Rodriguez. How does this work again? Can I, I have to apply one of those three to yes. each or only one per? So I have to sell one. I have like, how does this work? You, you lay out the rule and I will follow it. You know what? I don't think you have to. And I you don't. T- so I just have to apply one of those three. One to of those each three. Name. Yes. So then wander to me as a hold. He's a little bit low right now. I don't know that I'm buying him, but I like him. Uh, Vlad to me is a, is a buy Vlad. His market is way down over the past, I don't know, 12, 14 months. And mm-hmm. he's a, I mean, that guy has crazy superstar potential. J-Rod is the only guy I almost think you could probably sell right now and not be mad about it in three or four months. He set the ceiling so high for himself after last year. Okay. It's a tough act to follow. Uh, John, so without meaning to, I just you gave actually you one did of buy, sell, hold. Yeah. Uh, John Boren, Jesse, as the entertainment pop culture expert of the duo, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial by and far? Uh, it was the Flash trailer. That was my favorite. The, you know what's sad? Not a single commercial stood out to me last night. Yeah, I can't really think of anything that really... That used to be such a thing. It's like so boring. By though. the way, if you guys are excited for the Flash movie or you care anything about it, before this, the last trailer left me like, oh, it looks cool, but I wasn't all that into it. Watch the full two-minute one, not just the one you saw in the Super Bowl. The full two-minute one was even better. I'm so pumped. That and Guardians of the Galaxy, that full trailer was also even better. I have a question for you. That was what I was most excited about. From our director of the year, Morgan John Fox. Jesse, oh, when the heck are you breaking more non-sports cards on Card Shop Live? Man, I need more non-sports cards. Right now, I just have like the Marvel stuff and okay. uh, I've got some DC stuff as well. But as soon as people want it, I'll, I'll break mean, it. Sounds like Morgan wants it. <laughs> he just wants anything non-sports. I'll tell you what, if I can get my hands on some Pop Century, last time... When I got the pop century, when we first started the podcast in 2021, it wasn't doing as well. And so you guys, you and with Eddie's help, got me some pop century. And I couldn't help but notice that the next year, last year, weren't as willing to help a brother out because you guys found that all of a sudden pop century was a more popular product. I don't want to say it's because I brought it into the limelight, but it's all because of me. And you guys are rude for that. Left a bad taste in our mouth. We (laughs) thought you were wanting it to rip. And when you resold it, we thought, okay, if we're going to resell it, we'll just do it ourselves. I, what do you mean? I ripped it. Oh, you mean rip it personally? Yeah. It, we didn't care, but I was like, uh, I, I sold to Eddie like, oh, Jesse's wanted to like rip a case for himself. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, of course we'll help him out. Let's just give him the case. Never said that. No, I didn't say you did. It was a misunderstanding. It wasn't communicated clearly on my part. My fault. And still you had a bad taste in your mouth. Okay. Well. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, give me a case so I can resell. It's like, oh, well, then we'll just resell it. It's no issue. I'm just that. That was the reason why there wasn't one the next year. <sighs> Boy. Yeah. Michael C. and Frome. He didn't like that answer. What are you doing with 2021-22 sealed wax? Oh, he's wax? tapping his foot. You are upset. I'm not upset. Let's talk I'm about it. I'm not upset about it. Here's my thing. Let's like, talk about it. How many opportunities do I have to add a lot of value with card ripping to the podcast? It's not as many. You love your sports cards, and people love that. Sure. There are very few products where it's like, hey, get Jesse involved. He'll rip it, and he'll have some fun with it. It'll be a good entertaining, entertaining social media thing. That's what I did. I don't know if I even really made any money on that oh, stuff. Was, the first year, that's when it exploded. It's the first year we were. I, like, I definitely probably made like I'm talking like when I say money, like more than like fifty bucks or something. 
Because oh. I was not selling those things at any kind of high premium because it was, again, when I did it, it was not a super hot product. When I first had it, there was, I kept like a box or two that later on probably maybe made a hundred dollars. So I would say this, if you were to ever approach Eddie and be like, Hey, I would break this and split the profit with you 50, 50, he'd probably give you a case at allocation. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I mean though. I think how I, again, just a misunderstanding. It's a year and a half old now. You don't have to be upset. I'm not, I was trying I to move on. You brought it back. No, no, I'm not leaving here with hurt feelings. Here's the thing. What's what's funny is you don't remember you told me this already. It was I do remember this. I actually remember okay. the case cost, eighteen hundred dollars. I remember what they sold for on whatnot. We were still there at the time. Yeah. I remember a lot of this. Okay. Cards the only time my memory's not useless. It is really weird it's how funny. like we talked about this over the weekend. Yep. Wife's first name? Nope. <laughs> By the way, that was great this weekend. My dad not realizing you had a wife, even though we talk about her all and the time. And he's met her. Oh, he has. That's right. You met t- her in person. And I told you that already. You told me that last night. I was trying to think of where. At the fun run, the zoo, the zoo fun run. She That's was right. there. She participated. Right. They talked and then brought her up to him yesterday. And who is this? He's looking at me, even though she's right there, right next to him, talking to him. He's like, who is, who is this? And I'm like, Sam, Samantha. Oh, Sam. And then he still didn't remember meeting her, though. So That's fun. I love your dad. He's a good guy. All right, Michael C. and Frome, back to your question. What are you doing with 2021-22 sealed wax that has oh. lost value as the general card market cooled? Continue to hold? Yes. Take the loss? No. Rip and hold hope? I, I, again, I especially 2021, I think that's a pretty – I think it has some pretty iconic – well, I guess I should have – is he talking about baseball or football here? I don't, he didn't specify. So I would say this, 2022 baseball, like, I, I not, there is no reason to move that or take a loss. Okay. It's an unbelievable rookie class. I think the 2022 football class is the same because it's not nearly as unbelievable, but very, very much at a, uh, a decent entry level value on it. Okay. It hasn't spiked. I'm not ripping to take a loss. 2021 football is tough because it came out so smoking hot with, you know, the five quarterbacks and everything else. But I also think you have some guys who are going to be pretty phenomenal in that class. I just, I have a real hard time throwing in the towel on wax. Like my biggest single position on a, on a sealed product right now is 2021 Bowman Chrome baseball. Okay. I, I um, I want to say I have either like 18 or I have maybe more than that. I want to say I have like nine to 11 each of uh, hobby and HTA. So hobby and jumbo. Um, so 18 to 22 cases total. Mm-hmm. It came out and it was crazy hot because it was a ton of international young hitters. Uh, Christian Hernandez for the Cubs, Lou Rod for the Dodgers, Wilman Diaz. Uh, Miguel Belize is now a big name for the Sox who's in that. It's probably at one point it was trading over 300 a box. And now it's like 225 a box. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to rip it. Yeah. Crazy story about that, though. I had an open case of this. It's been open for, I don't even remember when. I, this case may have been open for a year. I sold like two boxes. Okay. And then I've kind of slowly like here and there, like one box here and there, whatever. It's been open forever. Mm-hmm. I had four boxes left. I was live the other night selling. And at the end of the night, my buddy Wayne was like, hey, I'll rip those last four. Give me a deal. And at this point, I don't care. He bought four boxes for 800 bucks, 200 a piece. I was like, who cares? They're open. I only want sealed cases. Yeah. Dude legit hits a red, an orange, a gold wave, and a true blue. And pretty big names on every one of them. Like the <laughs> color he hit, even raw, we were sitting there being like, you just doubled your money raw. Never mind, you start grading. It was pretty cool. Do you ever think about like how much money you could potentially be sitting in your closet right now? Like if I ripped it and hit big cards, yeah. you mean? 
No, because I, I I know the reality is like <laughs> that yeah, starts that, getting your head, and now you start ripping everything in there. Yeah, and then it's like instead of selling the case for three grand, I pulled seven hundred dollars worth of singles. Yeah, yeah, I did. It's, it's yeah. Anyways, that was my um, fun story for you. I like that story, Jeff. How wait. This is uh, interesting. So he says, uh, for Mike Geo, I've heard you in the past briefly talk about H2 boxes, but was hoping you could elaborate more in terms of pros and cons. Are there H2 products you'd recommend buying or any you'd recommend avoiding? So H2 is like a choice or like a fast break. Again, it's just a different skew. Um, I, I've always kind of liked the cheaper brands H2 because a lot of times they're cheaper than the hobby are. So like Classics came out this year. It's mm-hmm. not even like $100 a box. It's dirt cheap. Um, Phoenix, I think, had an H2. Select, but that's a little bit more expensive. I, I like most of the pro H2 products. I don't have any use for college H2. I missed it. This isn't a, a retail product though, right? When it's no, H2. No, no, it's a hobby. It is still a hobby. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. So like, for example, I've got Phoenix here. Um 2022 Phoenix H2, which is actually still on pre-order. It's 175 bucks a box. I'll give you the breakdown. Uh, so you get three H2 silvers, H2 parallels. It's kind of the same as Choice and all the other stuff. You just get different variations of the product. I guess that's the only stuff I stay away from, though, is when it's college uniform and it's H2. Kind of a hard sell. So okay. not a great answer, but yeah, I'm kind of like, just stick to the, some of them. If I'm going to go H2, which is an obscure skew anyways, stick to the bigger products. Select you know, stuff like that. So uh, last question, Richie Liveret, Liveret, outlook on Mahomes and Hertz pricing, both played an MVP caliber game. They did, by the way. Absolutely. I mean, again, I think Hertz we're going to see because we have not seen Hertz be a prolific passer. Despite all his success, his wins, everything else he's done right, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. We have yet to see him take the next step of being like a prolific takeover the game with his arm. I think he is a good value, but I also think he's going to drop a little bit harder than Mahomes will in the offseason. So my short-term outlook on on Hertz is 60 days from now, he's down 25%. Like Mahomes probably maintains to a large degree in the offseason because it's not a fluke thing. We've seen, again, his resume starting to stack up against, I mean, almost nobody else in the game at this point, even in the history of the game. Um, So yeah, I I start to wonder though, like what has to happen then for Hertz to really take off and it's a, yeah, it's, it's weird. I, I really don't know. Uh, just in case anyone was wondering, Hertz pricing for his uh, 2020 base prism, PSA 10 in this case, did sell today for $150. Yeah, you for Mahomes, oh, it was uh, PSA 10 is a $1,060. So they're both up at this whoa, point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not right. Okay. For for his, I'm sorry, for his Donruss. Oh, not, okay. Not Prism. I was going to yeah. say, his Prism is, there's no, but you know what's wild? Two years ago, that Prism was like nine, ten thousand 10,000 for Mahomes. It's still what is it doing really now? Like high, four? but it's Five? not, yeah, uh, it's four. Yeah, right at four. I mean, at, at the National in Chicago, so that's a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. I bought a 9.5, so a BGS 9.5 for like 2,800, and that was a deal at the time. I don't even know if that's... Maybe fifteen hundred, maybe. Let me see I, if I don't, it's I don't, got. Oh, there's a BGS nine five. Yeah, what is it? Fifteen. It is seventeen. Well, okay. You don't have it anymore. I still, I still do. I have oh, a couple. Do. Okay. I, I have that. I think I have a PSA ten. I have one or two other of his rookies. Nothing huge. The PSA ten silver is definitely the biggest Mahomes I own. Now, granted, this is a, one of those interesting cards that does. It's probably based on um, subgrades? the subgrades. Look at you, card boy, <laughs> card boy. Uh, but that card. Did depending on I don't know what those grades were, sure. but it sold on the fifth, so what a week ago for twenty six hundred. 
I'm guessing that was like a true gem plus plus or something nuts. So yours is not that. I want to say mine is a min gem. So oh, that's why I think probably 15, 12 to 15 is probably the right, right price on that. I would guess. But hey, it's not going anywhere. Don't cool. care. Great show, bud. We that's have two decent, possible guests on Thursday. At least one, maybe two. David Leinert's for sure coming. Yes. We, President of Card of Fanatics Trading, trading cards. cards. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want to get, a, I wish we had an org. Is that what it is? An org chart? Like the hierarchy? <laughs> yeah, that is a thing. Um, like, you know, the thing where Dwight, it's like Dwight just takes over. <laughs> like, it's Ruben and then who? Like, how does that break down? Well, didn't we talk? Like, David, if you're listening, can you bring that? Do you think he has that? <laughs> just bring it. Could you bring you. that with him? Or? Yeah. No, we'll get that posted on I Thursday's know. episode. Yeah. No, you're going to get it. By the way, that I did just now look. I totally forgot. We posted, we put that poll up on Spotify for it. last episode. Oh. It was uh, the banter. What do you think about, like, how much banter you want? These are your people. They want more. No, they don't. No, nope. that's not the, the answer. Yes. The answer is 50, I think it was like 51% thought it as is right now is good. Perfect. Then 30 something percent wanted more. It's rare the audience and then like does anything. 17 wanted less. Rare the audience does anything that makes me slightly happy. This is one of those days. <laughs> Take a bow. How does that feel knowing that the so audience? So here's the schedule, by the way, guys. We're back Thursday with David Liner and maybe Josh from PC. We may have to bump him. We'll, we'll figure out the timing and all that. Next week, we're just going to do one show. Uh, Eddie, jump on here. I, I, it's mental. Is it mental? Yeah, it's mental health week. Is that Why what it's called? Don't clarify what this week well, it's is. Well, it's a vacation. It's wellness week. Yeah. Wellness week. Wellness week. Wellness yeah. week next week. So the podcast, we're going to try something a little different. We're going to do a live podcast. I actually want to do it at night when people would be around. I kind of want to do it in the middle of the day. Can we do it at night next week? I, I don't know. We haven't talked about it at all when we're going to do it. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking it would be a day podcast. Because I mean, here, I want to have people call in like for once. I thought it'd be kind of fun. And we were just going to live stream it, what, to Facebook and YouTube? Uh, yeah, we have to talk about all those details. I don't know. You don't want to do it now? No, no, I still, I want to do the No, no, so you don't want to, want to talk about it now? No, not for everybody to hear. And when we don't have a real plan, they probably just want to end it. Okay, that's fine. We'll end it there. <laughs> Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. And that guy over there doesn't want to talk about stuff. Likes to keep his audience in the dark. So I... thanks for that. Thank you, Spotify. We'll see you on Thursday. Goodbye. I'm not the back nope. here. Bye. I have the last word. Bye.